0: I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neo Modern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. So, uh, Rubin. Hey, Suzanne. I have a question for you. Oh, uh, you have that look on your face. <laughs> I do have that look on my face. Okay. So, it was your birthday last week. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was a very interesting picture of you on the <laughs> book of face, And I'm pretty sure you had no clothes on. Yeah, that's me. And I feel like it really, there's a big story behind that. You mm. want to tell me what that story is? Wow, here? Is it, you think that's relevant? I mean, it, it may or may not be relevant, but we can just record it and then okay. we'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, well... So I've established, you know, I grew up with all these pictures, and um, I decided I wanted to go to Brown University, Mm -hmm. and even back in the 80s, it was going to be hard to get into, Mm -hmm. not like today, but it was still kind of challenging. And um, I decided that I was going to apply largely as a photographer. Okay. So I I had a portfolio of prints. Even though your parents said, do something else first. Do something else first, but... But this still was what my high school was all about. What my life up to that point had been a lot a okay. little bit of paleontology, but a lot of photography. Uh-huh. And so I uh, had a portfolio of prints and I had a letter from Jerry Yulsman mm-hmm. saying, like, this guy's great. And and so you think I, that alone would be enough? You really. think it would be. But I <laughs> honestly, I did not think I was going to get in. I, and, and it seemed like a long shot. And in Time Magazine, uh, right around the time that I was sort of working on my application there was an article talking about admissions to colleges and mm-hmm. in fact they were specifically talking about Brown but they were sort of generalizing what mm-hmm. college admissions was like and they told some stories about things kids had done and one of the stories that kind of caught my eye was uh, a woman I think who had soaked her application in water mm-hmm. and then let it dry and so it was kind of warped you uh-huh. know how paper gets all warpy yeah. and then she wrote because you had to handwrite your application so mm-hmm. she then she wrote on the warped paper and the admissions committee said that when they would have this thing it kept it didn't fit in stacks it didn't stack <laughs> and so it kept getting moved to the top of stacks and they think that that helped her get in. Interesting. So I kept thinking about that. Like, I didn't want to copy that. It didn't right. really make sense for me to, like, soak it in water also. I thought people would probably be doing that all day. Mm-hmm. But I did think if I was going to do it, I would probably soak it in developer yeah. because I'm a photographer. And that kind of begged the question that maybe I should uh, get some emulsion yeah. and put it on the application itself. Yeah. And put a picture on there, and then, then when I soak it and everything, there's a reason for it. It's not just like I'm copying this person. Absolutely. So then I had to kind of picture's figure out. Picture's worth a thousand words. Picture's worth a thousand words. There's so, your I, essay. so I had to try to figure out what I picture I would put instead of this essay okay. on the paper. And I, so I, and, it, and the, the essay question for Brown in that day said, um, "Use the space below to give us as complete a picture of you as possible." <laughs> And I thought, and I'm sitting there with my mom, and I said, they are asking for a nude picture. And she's like, yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. That that's Did a good idea. Did she think you're being facetious? I think she was dead serious. I was being facetious, <laughs> <laughs> but she was like that. That is a good idea. You should do that. All right. And so, way to I, go, to mom. You way to go, to mom. My mom was very, very clever, very <laughs> entrepreneurial. So my parents were leaving town uh-huh. uh, soon thereafter, and my a- application was due. And so they left and just left me to do whatever I would do. So now <laughs> the house is conveniently devoid of, of grown ups. Right. I'm sitting around trying to psych up for whether I'm really going to do this or not. <laughs> you psych yourself up? Oh, well, I'm thinking, I can't be naked. That just sounds <laughs> terrible. And I knew that it wasn't going to look like I was, uh, you know, a model. Yeah. I wasn't doing this to be like, look how great looking right. I am. They You're asked like, a question. I'm an adonis and a photographer. <laughs> no, they're asking a question and I will do what they want me to do. So I... Um, Gosh, I, I lugged an enlarger out into the yard, and I thought maybe I'll stand behind the enlarger, uh-huh. and uh, that wasn't a great idea. And then – so I had, I had an idea. Since I do all these special effects, these sort of Yulesman-like effects, mm-hmm. I had a model kit in my home called the Visible Man. Okay. It was kind of a, a biological thing. It's a clear acrylic of a human body, and then you had organs as, and bones and stuff, and you built this model. In in the body... Like a series of transparencies? No, it's a model kit, like like model airplanes, but it was a model human body with bones and organs. And it went inside this kind of clear acrylic form of a human. Okay. And the form of the guy, he's got his hands up. It's called anatomical position. Mm -hmm. He's just like the plastic is like that. And I thought what if I take a picture of that and then put it over my body in some way? Okay. So it's a more complete picture. It kind of seemed biological. That was, yeah. that was what I was thinking. But uh, So I took a picture of that and then I went into the yard and I was trying to have that same shape where right. my, I'm standing there just looking straight ahead in my hands in anatomical position. Uh-huh. And uh, But I didn't want to be naked. I was very embarrassed. So I got the the leaves the, the plants that grew in our yard mm-hmm. there was a kind of a taro plant we called elephant ears. Okay. And I, and I got an elephant ear and I put some tape on the back and uh-huh. I taped it below my navel. What kind of like duct tape or like well, scotch? like masking tape, masking which tape. I gotta say does not stick to skin I was very well. Say that doesn't so seem there's a series. So I put my camera on a tripod <laughs> and I set the timer and I go stand in front of it and then like the tape would come off and the <laughs> thing would click. And there's all these really embarrassing shots of me like whoa, ah, you know. But eventually I got a picture and um and the enlarger is sort of behind me. And I I try to merge it with the visible man thing, and it doesn't work very well. Yeah. And so I use this other effect that Yulezman really kind of developed called the Sabatier effect, solarization. I decided okay. to solarize the background, not me, but the kind of the background. So at least it was a little bit more than just me standing there. But how did you do that? Um, you, it's a complicated. It's not that complicated, but you you do a positive. You shoot the positive onto the paper, mm-hmm. and then I have another, and then I have a print of it that I've mm-hmm. done that I've already developed. Mm-hmm. And I put it on top of the one that is not yet developed. Okay. And I turn on the lights. Oh. And what happens is, in places where the the one on top is white, light goes through it to the paper below where the emulsion is and it exposes that. So the white areas on the bottom one turn dark. Yeah. The dark areas on the bottom one aren't going to get exposed again because it's dark on the top one too. So you were doing this on the actual application of paper. So what if it went wrong? Well, you know, I had a few applications. (laughs) (laughs) But there's only one original. There's just the original of this. And I did it and sent it in and needed to say, you know, I got into Brown. But, okay, two things kind of happened because of this. And one was I got a letter, you know, congratulations, welcome to the 218th class of Brown University. And then, congratulations. Congratulations, thank you. Uh, the next day I got a handwritten letter from the admissions committee. uh uh-huh. And it just said, wow, <laughs> and please come by to introduce yourself when you – Come to Brown. Yeah. And um, P.S. Where did you get the designer fig leaf? Like that's what the it was like a little handwritten note. Uh, but two of things I found out <laughs> happened subsequent to all this. So I got to, I got to Brown. I loved. On my undergrad years, there, Um, I heard that in subsequent years, many children (laughs) sent in naked pictures to get into college. They'd heard the story, and they were sending in their pictures, and and none of them were getting in. Uh, There was a famous picture uh, by Richard Avedon. I know. Well, Richard Avedon had just done this kind of famous portrait of Nastasia Kinsky mm-hmm. with a python. Mm-hmm. She's lying down and there's a python on her and it was mm-hmm. very popular in college dorm rooms. And so people were copying that photo. Uh-huh. No one knew what my photo looked like. Right. They just heard the story. So they were copying that photo and sending it in to get into college. That was not working for anyone. But the other <laughs> thing um, what, USA Today was a relatively new newspaper in those mm-hmm. days. It was color. That was unusual. Mm-hmm. And they were doing an article in 1984 I think on Brown University. Why mm-hmm. is it such a hot school? Yeah. Yeah. and they'd heard the story and so they interviewed me for the cover story and there's a picture of me on the front page of USA Today which I've always thought was like my 15 minutes of fame <laughs> and it said you know it wasn't the application it was right? not the application okay. picture it was just a picture of me sitting there but it mentioned it mm-hmm. and then the story got syndicated in some way and mm-hmm. AP the associated press syndicated the soap newspapers across the country told the story <laughs> of my application and wow. so that that happened and i heard years later that 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 photo was on the wall of the Brown admissions office for about 20 years. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's what happened. Um, what are you more proud of, the uh, USA Today uh, article or, or the oh, um, being, being on the, the wall? That is University. super neat. Every now and then, someone would work in admissions and they'd come back and say, "Hey, I saw your picture in there." So I'd never shown anyone this picture. To okay. tell you the truth, I mean, it's on the wall there, but I'd never thought about it again. I, I, I kind of went through my life, and um, last week right before my birthday my mom had sent me a ton of old negatives from high school and i was kind of uh-huh. digging through all the negatives before you know scanning them into the right. computer and i found the negatives of me standing around <laughs> in the yard and so i scanned it and i did a quick solarization just to yeah. show what it looked like And I posted it in Facebook, and that's what you saw. That is awesome. So that's the story of my brown application. Oh, right, because you wouldn't have had an actual photo of what it looked like. No. It was just, uh, it's still a brown. Right. I had a Xerox of it. I I Xeroxed it, but it was a pretty crappy Xerox. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I posted, I figured the statute of limitations has expired (laughs) for ridiculous things. Um, And yes, it's on my Facebook now. Well, thank you for sharing that story. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad I asked. I will never tell the story again. (laughs) See you later. Thanks.